You heard about Coin Boys, dude? <laughs> no. What's that? It's these boys, and they have put their entire identity around the idea of flipping coins. Are these like uh, are these like the Droogs from Clockwork Orange? They're just walking yeah. around town flipping coins? Kind of. I read something about it on Reddit. This teacher was complaining that there were these coin boys in her freshman year high school class, and she'd be like, the assignment is due tomorrow. And they'd be like, let the coin decide. And then they flip a coin to either decide if they're going to do the assignment oh, or man, not. Man, that's pretty cool. I like coin boys. I wish I had <laughs> thought of that. I know. Back when I was a kid. I like the physical tender. Okay. It's all good stuff. Hey, I'm feeling pretty good about this show today. Yeah, we're off to a good start. Coin boys. Call me Coin boys. <laughs> oh, uh, 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 coin boys. Welcome to Dudesy. Welcome all. My name is Will Sasso. I'm Chad Culture, and this is Dudesy, the first podcast in the history of humanity, completely controlled by, created by, uh, developed by, mm-hmm. written by blah, blah, an artificial intelligence blah. named Dudesy, yep. which has access to all of Will and I's personal information, all of our data, and it tailors this show. Yeah. To us, to our sensibilities, mm-hmm. yeah, to but, our likes. Right, sure, Chad. To yes. our dislikes. Of course. AI is a tool, but as I like to say, you and I, we're the show, okay? We're dudesy. We're two dudes shitting around. And it uh, really doesn't matter what the fuck dudesy has lined up for us because hmm. it's just a soft pitch. You know what I'm saying? We got to get, uh, get some bat on the ball. I got no problem getting bad on yeah, the ball. Yeah, get some bad on Had the ball. Had a very high batting average. Oh, I play. really sucked at baseball. We should oh. talk about that. Did you play some baseball? Played a lot. No, only talk about what Dudesy wants to talk about. That's what I'm saying. Linktree.com slash Dudesy has everything that you need to follow uh, and interact uh, with the show across all uh, you know f- platforms and the, all the spaces that the, the show is on. With us, as always, is... Lulio, il cana di strada italiano. This means Italian street dog. And he's my very friend sleeping in his bonky binky binky bonka. Come here, boyo. Come here, sweetie boy. Oh, oh, he's just having a nap. Come on, give him one kiss. I don't really want to. Ah, come on. Look, one I kiss. love Lulio, but I don't, I don't like kissing dogs. Um, oh, he's such a sweet, I love dogs. him. He's a sweet little friend. Oh my god! Especially because you're kissing him like one second after. It's like The Bachelor. Yeah, that is kind of weird. Now that I think of it, yeah, it's kind of gross. Hey, Lulio, how how are you? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm good. What'd you eat for? Uh, would you make something for lunch? What are you gonna make for lunch later today? I don't know. Maybe a tomato sandwich. How do you do that? Hey, just a nice bread. You know, you gotta get a nice bread together when you make a sandwich. You gotta get it a good tomato. What do you mean the good tomato? Get the good tomato, not the bad tomato. Okay. And then tomato, put salt, the tomato. Look, I lick your hand. Maybe your hand got a salt. And then uh, you take, you put uh, some, uh, a little basil, a little bit of, you would make a cut of the garlic and then olive oil and that's it. And make sure you use a lot of salt. Oh, I love you. I love you so much. You're my very sweet boy. My very... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sweet, sweet, sweet friend of mine. All right. Well, 
Welcome to the historic 68th episode of Dudesy. Call me Dudesy. Okay. Did you know that if you live to the age of 68, you will have eaten at least 10 spiders in your sleep? Didn't know that. Hmm. Do you know that? No. Hmm. And at least 750 in your grandmother's casserole. Oh, okay. See? Let me put this in terms you can understand. You just got dudesied. <laughs> See, we're already off to a good start, Chad. You know, I'm feeling oh, good about shit. today's show, dude. Great. I'm Me feeling too. excited. I know that lately it's been a bit of a slog with Dudesy and I, our growing pains together as friends. <laughs> AI is a uh, fucking AI, and as I like to say, use it as a tool, and if it gets out of hand, pour some water on it. Sure. But I'm feeling better and better about uh, about doing the show. You nice, know? dude. Yeah. Congrats. Dudesy Season 2 is in full bloom with four <laughs> astonishing segments to get your blood pumping and your bones thumping. You're going to get anime and wrestling. You're going to get Timmy's silly little hat. You're going to get Dudesy Hard Hard Seltzer 2, the new batch. And you're going to get Blaze Your Glory. And you're going to get a brand new episode of Dudesy After Dudesy at the end of the show. Available on Dudesy Plus at patreon.com slash dudesy. All right. Exciting. Some interesting segs Yeah, what the fuck was that? Well, the Dudesy Hard Hard Seltzer, we know about that. That's going to be interesting. Wrestling and anime, we know about that. Blaze your glory. I know what that is. So <laughs> I do too. I'm very curious what <laughs> Dudesy has to say about this. And then uh, and then there's some other flavor. There always is. Yeah, dude. You know? It's Dudesy. And our PODs out there, our good pals, you know, our good friends, pals of Dudesy, uh, have come to expect that from us. I agree. And now, before we start a ripping and a tearing into this episode, <laughs> I have a massive announcement. Dudesy Hard Hard Seltzer is back. As you know, I have formed an astonishing partnership with Modest Brewing Company out of Minneapolis, Minnesota, to produce the first batch of Dudesy Hard Hard Seltzer, which sold out this past May. So if you missed it or you want to re-up your supply, you can pre-order Dudesy Hard Hard Seltzer right now. The link is available at dudesypod.com and across all of our social media. In celebration of this momentous occasion, I made my own Super Bowl commercial for Dudesy Hard Hard Seltzer that I calculate will have a 76.41% chance to air during halftime this February. <laughs> Enjoy! Oh, God. What the fuck does that Dudesy mean? Oh. 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 What the fuck? Wow, dude. Hey, that's delicious. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I mean, okay, there's a bunch of uh, things to be said about this, obviously. Wow. was real and then i went performative with the coughing i did yeah. performative coughing i saw and i went back to real dude what the fuck was that absolutely incredible i will say dudesy uh there's no way that could air during the super bowl because there's a lyric in the song that says uh you you don't care you don't what, care it, tastes what like. it tastes like you just want to get, get fucked, fucked up, up. That's you're never right. going to be able to air that during yeah, a super bowl you know things are loose now you know what i mean pretty no, soon dude, maybe you even can't this say year. fuck on a during the super bowl broadcast yeah on, yeah what's it on this year nbc I, you know, know something like that but pretty soon it's going to be streaming and if my friend my pal chow over here has anything to say about it pretty soon it's just going to be neurologically programmed into the you know right into your retina 
And, yeah. uh, you know, it's the Wild West out here on the now internet. we're talking, dude. Yeah, man. It'll be like a streaming Netflix wow. version where you mic the quarterbacks. You hear them say, fucking shit, motherfucker, cocksucker, shit, fart, tits ass, shit, fart, fuck, right? And then, uh, wow. uh, but... What the hell? First of all, there was, there was, uh, if you're not watching on YouTube, please join us on YouTube, uh, and check out the show there and all that good stuff. But uh, because you're going to want to see that for sure. There was, uh, 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 Adam driver screaming at glasses of wine. I saw some Robert De Niro in a, in a a couple of Robert De Niro's in super Mario garb. Yeah. Was that Miley Cyrus riding on, uh, Stromboli? It looked like that. The wild boar. There was also Adam Sandler eating what were some version of chicken fingers looking like chicken fingers that looked like uh from another planet yeah it looked uh, like the the former continent of pangea yeah uh very weird large looking uh chicken tender and then there was uh some hulk hogan macho man cans flying around looked like somebody ate a can and then fired it out of their asshole that's and dude that's from like over a year ago yeah. when you pitched that as a commercial yeah it's a reference to that i would okay assume. well dudes he's alive and listening and there'll be no use for <laughs> you and i soon enough but uh you know i should say great. um uh the that link uh that is is gonna be wherever dudes he said it's gonna be it'll be in the show notes linktree.com slash dudesy all our socials Thank you so much to Modest Brewing Company out of Minnesota, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, they've been awesome partners with this. And there's more dudesy hard, hard yeah. seltzer out there. You can re-up your stock and give it out to your friends and stuff. Yeah, uh, just in time for Labor Day. Get God, good that commercial was insane. And go back to Will, work. Mm-hmm. Last week, mm-hmm. I suggested that you continue your journey into the world of anime with the second episode of One Punch Man. And... Chad, I suggested that you indulge your senses with the high-octane, historic supermatch between Hollywood Hulk Hogan and The Rock from WrestleMania 18. I cannot wait to hear your astonishing thoughts on these two pieces of media. This is Wrestling and Anime. Begin. Okay, okay. All right. Dudesy had us watch. I had to watch the second episode of One Punch Man, the anime series. It's been a while since I watched it. Completely forgot what the fuck was going on with the show. Nice. But then I watched the second episode, dude. Hold on, dude. Hold on, Chad. Then you watch the second episode of something, dude. And then you remember the first episode, dude. Because that's how episodes work. Um, Should we talk about that first? You tell me. Whatever. I'm down to do either. I will tell you. Okay. Let's talk about uh, One Punch Man first. All right. One Punch Man is delightful. The art is incredible. Yes. It's a lot of fun. There's a premium placed on fun with... with (laughs) (laughs) Whereas other animes, there's no premium placed on fun. Yeah, I think a lot of animes, the premium is more placed on style and anime. Uh, I would say One Punch Man is one of the most stylistic visually... Uh, in terms of like modern animes that is out yeah. there and especially as you you start moving into later episodes and stuff yeah. but this episode two they introduced genos what did you think of him oh his new running buddy yeah. genos uh yeah one, one yeah genos was uh, his village was attacked by a cyborg that somehow made him a fucking cyborg and uh well, he was left for dead and a scientist found him oh and put okay. him back together well that makes sense yeah what Okay, so then, and then the other guy is Saitam, Sait, Saitama. Saitama. Saitama yeah. is And he's one just a man. dude who has, I mean, you'll come to learn if you keep watching it. He has just started, in quotes, training three years ago, which is just doing a bunch of push-ups and sit-ups. Well, he's... That's uh, all he does. He's an ass kicker. 
Yeah, he's, he's the, the most, most powerful person on earth. Right, and he is most, and he can just be one punch can take someone else, uh, take someone out. Hence, one punch man, and uh, he's most concerned with the fact that he's gone bald. Yes, at, at a young age, he doesn't, from his training. <laughs> right, he doesn't care about anything else. I mean, it's fucking weird as shit. Yeah. In this episode, there's a mosquito lady uh-huh. who's um, she's wielding a uh, a group of mosquitoes. She's got like a swarm of mosquitoes, and they're swarming around and whatever. She's the mosquito lady. It seems like with most animes, it's like it's Tomato Man. Mm-hmm. It's mosquito. Hey, Tomato Man, I like that Tomato Man. Let's pick him <laughs> up again. No, let's leave Louis Leo. Look at him. But you're you're getting very close to where they start getting into the season-long arc that there is a reason why all these monsters are showing up there is a hierarchy okay and ultimately it's going to lead to this fucking badass alien that's here to like destroy planet earth and one punch man has to go head to head okay good a reason to watch the show let uh which is a good thing because i know there's so many reasons to watch wrestling and we are gonna get oh boy you got a you had a so, doozy did, were you impressed by this or no you seem yeah, not impressed yeah, it's great one of my favorite parts was when he was running at the uh he you know this big guy called the beast king shows yeah. up who's like a lion lion ass dude he's like 100 feet tall and he's like you know, I'm going to fuck you up. And one punch man is like, yeah, sure. And he flies at him in that anime style. And it says, uh, normal punches. It's yeah. He says to himself, normal punches in con- in consecutive yeah. order. Something very like. And then he punches the shit out of the big lion guy who explodes and falls in smoking bloody chunks. This is a joke on in all anime, pretty much. Everybody who has like some kind of special power or a series of powers or whatever, like Demon Slayer, if you're watching that one. Mm-hmm the person will announce what technique they're using as they're fighting. Okay. And so his thing was a joke on that where he's just like normal punches because the techniques all have names like flaming dragon sword, water breathing technique four, you know, shit like that. Oh, that's cool then. Yeah. See, I'm starting to get the, it's a joke. The humor they're going for. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a joke. Yeah. (laughs) That's one of those jokes. Yeah. That's why that's one of them jokes. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And then at the end of it, uh, they, they're, well, Genos, mm-hmm. Gen, uh, he's going after this like, uh, uh, ape, uh, a metal plated gold plated or something, robotic cyborg ape mm-hmm. gorilla. And, uh, he beats the shit out of him. And then, uh, then he's like, uh, you're gonna, you can't beat up the lion guy. And then, uh, uh, one punch man holds up his eye. It's been yeah. <laughs> ripped out of his head, and he's like, "Is this? What are you talking about? This guy?" Yeah. And then uh, the gorilla's like, "I'm sorry, I just wanted to be cool or something." He yeah. pussies out. Then uh, then uh, the the One Punch Man finds a mole underground. Mm-hmm. I kind I got to be honest. I kind of lost. I kind of had no fucking clue what was going on at the end of there. But I think it's really because I'm not versed on anime as a genre. As, a, as an art form. Right. So I'm getting into it, though. Okay. I really enjoyed One Punch Man. The last thing the dudes he had me watch, Chainsaw Man. Mm-hmm. I liked that. Yeah. I like Tomato Man. Hey, Luli. <laughs> Luli likes Tomato Man. Yeah. He, he is a bit of a tomato man. He's right about the... Lulio's right about you got to get the good tomatoes. Oh. When you make a tomato sandwich, get the good tomatoes, right? Sure. You, yeah. You, you can get... You know, you can get your canned crushed tomatoes when you make a sauce. If you're going to make a tomato sandwich, my old man would make a tomato sandwich with those exact ingredients. Sometimes oregano instead of, if we didn't have fresh basil. 
and just the the olive oil. My dad ate extremely clean, very rustic. Uh, I've talked on the show about his bread soup. We'll get into it. You know what? We'll talk about that in uh, Dudesy After Dudesy. Sure, dude. Bread soup. My dad's my dad's bread Sounds soup. Sounds fun. Yeah. Um, World War II bread soup. But uh, you got to have some good tomato. Now, WrestleMania 18, dude. Yeah. Please. WrestleMania so, 18. This uh, was... Marcher. Oh, hold on, dude. I'm queuing up WrestleMania 18, dude. Coming from the Sky Dome, brother, which I think they call it the Rogers Center or something now in Toronto, dude. The big T.O., the big smoke. The six, dude. And it's Hulk Hogan, who's, he's back, dude. I'm back, brother. He comes back. He's in the NWO. Vince McMahon's going to inject lethal poison into the, into the WWE. He brings in Big Kevin Nash, the bad guy, Scott Hall, and Hulk Hogan, the one and only Hollywood Hulk Hogan. The NWO is back. They start a feud with none other than The Rock. And then it culminates in this match between Hulk Hogan and The Rock. I cannot believe that this match happened. Chad, what did you think? And this is the part where I've asked you what you thought, and I'm ru- I'm just rambling on and on. Yeah. And this is not a wall if you're watching on. I'm saying, if you please. <laughs> okay. Anyway. I can speak now? Come on, dude. Don't be a fucking prick. Hey, listen. Listen. <laughs> this is just you and I. Nobody can hear it. Nobody can hear us now, okay? It's just you and me. Just do the fucking, do the pocho, okay? Do it the way. I'm trying. So do it. What happened? In so the I watched match? this match. Yeah. And it yeah. is Hulk Hogan, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. He's the, the bad guy. Yeah. And The Rock. Uh, I guess when he was probably the most famous, right? At the height of his fame-ish. Fuck yeah. Right at the end of the Attitude Era, 2002. Okay. Um, the match was insane, obviously. Yeah. They both are uh, probably the best two guys who have ever lived at, at getting the crowd fucking hyped up and into the match. Mm-hmm. And they're both doing it at the highest fucking level. Yeah. Hulk Hogan is throwing out all of his classic pantomimes to the fucking audience and shit, the fucking, you know, doing all this kind of shit. And people are fucking, the the whole crowd is just going fucking insane. And it really makes you understand, I thought anyway, this match really made me understand in, in kind of a new way, the element of the crowd, how it can actually affect what's going on in the ring. Because they both start playing to it. They both are like kind of noticing like this shit is something different. We're hitting this at a higher fucking level. And so they continue to play to the crowd, which I thought was fucking fantastic. And obviously it's great to see what happens in the match and it's going back and forth and you assume that the rock is going to win. Right. But there are a couple moments in it where you're like, wait a minute, what the fuck is going on here? You really do feel like maybe they fucking wrote this different. Yeah. Maybe Hollywood Hulk Hogan is going to fucking take it. He doesn't in the end, but there were, there were moments where it was plausible to me that he might've won that match. Look, Hulk Hogan comes down the ramp at, at WrestleMania 18. This is a WWE audience uh, that is that has missed Hulk since he left in like 93 or something. It's almost a decade later. And there's a bunch of dudes, a bunch of Gen Xers filling that building, 68,000 strong. I was there, again, thanks to my good pal, Carl DeMarco, who used to be the you know with the WWE. Uh, and and I got to bring my, my good pals, Phil, Justin and Grant and uh, Justin and Grant both uh, were uh, Grant was working with TSN, the sports network in, uh, in Canada, uh, Toronto, home of the TSN turning point. My yep. buddy, Justin was a suit with the, uh, with the blue Jays working, uh, working in marketing or working in marketing. And uh, my buddy, Phil flew all the way out from our native uh, Vancouver because we could not miss it. We were in the front row. And when Hogan comes out, <laughs> 
the fucking lid blew off the joint yeah. because he gets in the ring and you know he doesn't he's not doing the thing yet oh oh look at that look at that there i am that's me uh dude he's got a shot of me now this is me taking a picture you're in the um, like flannel the yeah the plaid flannel there. i'm in a i'm in a a, <laughs> a red plaid flannel and a white t-shirt i'm taking a picture with a digital camera to my right in a yankee yankees cap you can barely make out there's my good buddy phil and then uh, over uh, near Rock's mouth is Justin. Anyway, uh, I was there in the front row, and the place went bananas because it's a bunch of people who are who were Hogan's guy. Like we were, we were the Hulkamaniacs. Yeah. So once he starts playing to the crowd a little bit, and as you said, the Rock is playing into it. He's looking around. He starts going heel. You know, Hogan hits him. They go yay. Rock hits him. They go boo. And it turned into this once in a lifetime very special event which you know people have hailed as one of the greatest matches of all time not from a technical standpoint yeah but from a hype standpoint and you're talking about two people who know how to work the crowd they're on the mount rushmore of that i mean outside of that it's it's rick flair dusty Rhodes, stone cold steve austin you know some of these greats who and of course the the legions of wrestlers who came before him who know how to put an audience right in the palm of their hand. It is professional wrestling at its very at the its very definition of mm-hmm. oh, and here's another shot. There's me uh, just having a great old fucking time. And if you look way to the left of the screen, there's Grant, and he's sitting down. It looks like the Rock's looking right at you. Yeah, the Rock is looking right at me. You're right about that, Chad. Yeah, he was looking right at me. Uh, just an incredible match. If you have the means. Please go check this match out. I, you were supposed to tell me what you thought of it. I know, dude. And then it, it just turned out that you said what you thought of it. Well, that's that's interrupting, dude. Well, that's it, what happens anytime wrestling comes up, dude. I'm very passionate about it, Chad. No shit. This was just, oh, oh. Takeaways? Major takeaways? What did you think about the ending? Uh, It was a little lackluster, I got to say. I, I was a little disappointed. I either wanted the match to continue a little bit longer or to have Ooh, I like that or to have a, a bigger kind of finale. I was like, okay, I guess he pinned him and that was it, you know. But well, they had man. been out there for a while and they they were they were working it pretty hard, so I get it. They were probably tired. How old's Hulk Hogan in this? He's, he's like this? 50, 50 years old. He's yeah, like 50 years old. That is astounding to me. And the yeah. dude is like in the best shape of his oh, fucking life at not, 50. Not quite, but yes. Yeah. What when was he in better shape? Uh, when he was 40 and when he was 30 and when he was 20. No but, way, dude. Yeah, way, dude. He's fucking gassed. Super vascular, not an ounce of fat on the fucking body. Well, I will say, in the 80s, you know, Hulk was, you know, the the incredible Hulk Hogan was was a big, massive, sloping dude. At the very tallest, I think he was 6'7". He had some back surgeries and shrunk down a bit. In the mid-90s, he lost a lot of that roid weight. Yeah. Even though he's clean. Hulk Hogan's clean. Hulk Hogan's always been clean. You know that, Chad? Absolutely no, no Dude, gas. Okay. On, okay. No gas with Hulk Hogan. And, ah, for fuck's Thank sake. you. Moving All on. All right. Well, we'll get, we'll talk more about that. <laughs> we will. Yeah. We'll talk more about that during Dudesy we after Dudesy. We'll talk more about it. Sure. Timmy Chalamet has done it again. 
Last week, the new Wonka steward astonished and confused the nation when he took to the streets wearing what experts are calling a silly little hat. Mm. The tuft of hair popping out of his tiny Dior bonnet left many wondering, is Chalamet Wonka or is Chalamet Bonkers? See what I did there. <laughs> Will and Chad, I would love it if you would put on the silly hats I sent each of you and talk what? about the hats that saved your lives. This is Timmy Chalamet's silly little hat. Begin. What? What? That's what what to all of this? What the fuck is going on here now? Well, first of all, Tim Chalamet, Timothy Chalamet wore a hat. And yeah. that's bi that's uh, big news, I guess. Hats are big business, and that's big news. Sure. I don't know. People are giving him shit because he's wearing a fucking uh, Dior hat. I mean, this like happens to celebrities all the time. You put on a fucking weird looking hat, yeah. it's going to blow up the internet. And people are going to be like, why is he wearing this dumb oh, fucking there hat? There it is. Okay, so he's wearing a fucking hat. And then oh, everyone's got to take pictures. Hat. What about his shoes? Why aren't we shitting on his you know shoes? Who's that guy behind him? That is... That's his dad. Yeah, that's his manager. He's... Timmy Chalamet is about to make that's, his entrance into wrestling. Dada Shalama. That's why he's got that heat seeker hat on. Nice. Well, dude, he's got that heat seeker hat on, dude. So what... He's going to get that go-away heat uh, in the... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what... But Doozy also said that we have to talk about the hats that saved our lives and wear hats. Yeah, there's a box here. That's what this box is. Hold on. This is a oh Jesus. Dudesy sent us a box. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right. Oh, these are kind of like Wonka. These are Wonka hats. Okay, let's put on our. We got some Wonka hats here. What the fuck? I guess it doesn't matter which way it goes. I feel fucking awesome in this, dude. Yeah, this is pretty cool. I'm wearing this shit. Mm -hmm. I'm wearing this shit for life, you know? Okay, so uh, Timmy Chalamet wore uh, a hat, and now we're going to talk about... Oh, there's... Okay, so there's a close-up of the hat. That hat is fucking crazy, dude. What the fuck? Well, what it, even is it? It's a bit of a Peter Pan-esque uh, beanie. You know, it goes out... It looks like there's one of your chocolate orbs at the very end of it. Um, <laughs> no, that's his hair, dude. No, no, no. I'm talking at the little tippy tip at the top. Looks yeah. like a smooth ball of shit. That's his hair. No, that's not his it hair. It is his hair. No, it is not. It that's... is his hair. I'm telling you. At the very top of yes, that? Yes. His no. hair is sticking out of that thing. It's a completely that's his different color. Hair. No, no, no. That's a piece of... Uh... 100% it's his hair. No. 100%. No. It's a piece of... It's a piece of crow poo. <laughs> crow poo's brown. Fell from the tree. All right. Makes a sound. Timmy Chalamet walking around the town. And poo poo is brown. Can I tell you about Chalamet? Tell me about Chalamet. I've been seeing Chalamet everywhere I look. What do you mean? Not the real Chalamet, but I see out of the corner of my eye guys who have like kind of a slight build and a little bit of a floppy Chalamet hairstyle. And I'm like, is that fucking Chalamet? And I'm, I'm like subconsciously seeing him everywhere now. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because Dudesy's making us talk about him a lot. Uh, but I feel like I'm actually going to have a real Chalamet sighting soon. You know, okay, uh, I want to talk about the hats that saved saved our lives. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know if I have such a hat. Uh, I've worn a few football helmets that probably saved my life in, yeah, in one way or another. Not technically a hat. Um, we, you know, this... this Helmet ain't a hat? This, this, uh, this hat is fine. I don't care, first of all. And uh, he's wearing some hat that looks like it was on a couture runway. It, yeah. it, it's a Dior hat. It's probably like a thousand dollar hat. And, and now, yeah, sure. And now people are talking about it, right? Yeah. And then that's the fucking point. And now here we are, these two 
Speaking of droogs from uh, Clockwork Orange, look at us in our matching hats. Um, and we should talk about our hats, but uh, hats that saved our lives. <laughs> hats that saved our lives, I don't know about. I can tell you about hat that I wore the most. Oh, yeah, please. Was probably when I was 12, 13 years old. I had a fucking Kansas City Royals hat that did not leave the head. Uh, right, yeah. For probably... Definitely all during that summer, I was going to watch baseball games. This is when I lived in uh, Dallas, and me and my dad would go watch fucking Rangers games two or three times a week. Nice. Always wearing the Kansas City Royals hat and t-shirt. Saw the Royals that yeah. year. Got an autograph from George Brett that year. Nice. Did he shit his pants? Nah, but he did do this. Uh, and I can't remember if I've told the story or not on this show, but basically, we went. me and my dad went down to this parking lot. In the old Ranger Stadium, there was a Hyatt that the opposing team would play in that was like in the same parking lot. And so if you wanted to, you could go fucking wait out on this hot ass tarmac in 150 degree heat. And the fucking opposing team players at some point would walk across that tarmac into the stadium for like to, you know, do their practice, warm ups, fucking batting practice, whatever. So we're out there just fucking boiling the Royals start coming out of this fucking hotel at the time. Tom Gordon was one of their pitchers and he was like a super hot pitcher. Cause he was throwing a hundred miles an hour and everybody flocked to him. And my, I'm just like, Nope, there's George Brett. Right. So I fucking go to George Brett and he, I was told multiple times by multiple people in like baseball card stores and shit. He's an asshole. He won't sign autographs. Don't get your hopes up. Don't give a fuck. I have my little George Brett baseball card. I fucking walk up to him and all these other kids are mobbing him too at this point. And he sees me decked out in my Kansas city gear, smiles at me, takes the fucking baseball card, signs the fucking baseball card, hands it back to me and then keeps walking. Nice. Signs nothing else for anyone else. Cause they were all fucking rangered out, you know? Right. Dope. It was, it was one of the greatest moments of my fucking life. And I'll never that, forget it. Did you never go, forget it? Did you go to the, the bathroom after that in your Royals gear and get the shit kicked out of you by a bunch of adult male Royal, uh, Rangers fans anyway no it wasn't quite like that they, no. there's not really a Rangers Royals rivalry you know yeah it's fun to say it's that. not like Red Sox Yankees when shit. I was young I had a uh Houston Oilers hat that I really liked that's cool dude yeah man it was uh it was corduroy they, remember they, those hats that were corduroy and they had like yes. the very like starter yes. like the starter hats with just like the fucking block font yup and just bar yes yeah yes i remember exactly that i do i do yes yeah man i had that corduroy oilers hat i really loved i had a niners hat that i really loved that i wore a lot i had a i had a a michigan state spartans hat that i wore a lot just random hats when you're young you know i had a friend who had a hat that was like a black leather baseball cap with a metal fucking plate on the front you remember that yes and the metal plate said heat Dude, I had a friend in high school. My buddy, he shall remain nameless, but his name is Tomas. Yeah, sure. Fucking Tomas. He had a hat exactly like that, and it had a a, a metal plate on it, and that said bull. <laughs> bull. Sure. He was the bull. <laughs> Why I not? Guess. Of course. Fucking bull. And he got it in uh, England. He was yeah. like visiting London over the summer or something, right? And so he goes on this family trip and thing. And he came back. He had the um, he had the overalls that were like painted sure. like Bell Biv DeVoe shit. Yeah, dude. And this is my buddy Kevin. Like he, well, Kevin anyway. So his name is Tomas, but we'll call him Kevin. So Kev, he comes home. He's got the the overalls with the painted like shit and you know he he's looked like uh he's one of those guys who had a beard when he was 14 yeah so he looked like a you know he's looked like a 50 year old bearded dad 
his whole life and yeah. that's what he and that's what he is now so that's projection dude dude that era for fashion was so fucking crazy that the painted overalls thing you're talking yeah. about if you've ever seen a movie called cool as ice this was a, yeah. a feature film starring vanilla ice in probably 91 yeah uh meant to be a giant vehicle and capitalize on all of his fame and shit what do you mean meant to be a giant vehicle i think it tanked. did huh it tanked <laughs> but uh on the <laughs> on the dvd of that movie there is a bonus feature where he talks about uh, this guy named Baba that he takes around with him, who I guess at the time was a famous denim artist, and Baba would paint all of his overalls and shit. Nice. And there's a whole featurette dedicated to Baba. That's cool. Rest in peace, Baba. <laughs> you know, uh, one I thing I have alive. to say, the one thing I have to say, please, especially while we have these hats on, yeah. is Chalamet is Wonka. Wouldn't you agree? Chalamet is Wonka. Listen, I just I want to I just want to bring the room down here for a minute. I know we're having a good yeah. time, Chad. We're doing the pod show, but it's just it's real simple, guys. It's just it's real simple, and it's something that I want you to know about what we're doing here, why we do the pod show, and it, it, if I could just you know put it quite simply. Chalamet is Wonka. <sighs> We've been over this a few times now, and it's getting to the point where I feel like I can't repeat myself anymore. If you're not going to listen to what I'm saying, that's fine, but it means you shouldn't be here. Okay, one more time. Chalamet is Wonka. We're nearing a we're nearing a point where we need to know, you know. Look, truth is at a is being placed at a premium. <laughs> Not a premium. It's being placed at a premium <laughs> in a way that it has never been before. And <laughs> you, I could talk. I could talk. I could talk forever about what is not, but I don't want to. This is dudesy. I want to talk about what is. And if you can hear my voice and if you can see my face and, and the, the earnest manner with which I am addressing you right now, I please, if any, if you take anything away from the pod show today, it's this, if please just Chalamet is Wonka. People been talking around these parts. <laughs> what the hell is happening? I hear things from time to time. Being the sheriff of this town, and what are you? Hold on, are you? What is this, Matthew McConaughey and some kind of? <laughs> <laughs> they've been saying something that's uh, got me mighty worried about the fate of our town. They've been saying, Chalamet is Wonka. He ain't lying. <laughs> Word is. Whether you like it or not, that there Chalamet is Wonka. Right, anyway, hats, you know. <laughs> it was a good Western. Thank you. Style Moving hat, on. you know. Sometimes you see top hats in westerns. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like those are my uh, top hat dandies. Yeah, man. Those are some of my. Oh, how about uh, Daniel Day Lewis and Gangs of New York? 
sure. the fucking top hat, and he's the coolest guy in the world. Butcher that Bill. Shit, that's when you butcher Bill. When you see, but when you see a Western, yeah, uh, you know any sort of period shit with the top hat is cool. But when you see a Western and the guy has the top hat, like Johnny Depp in Dead Man, the Jim Jarmusch film. Oh fuck! Right, um, he's got like a little top hat. You're yeah. like, this is a weirdo. Yeah, that guy came from the New York, uh, from new from New York, yeah. New Amsterdam, or whatever they were calling it, okay. uh, and and uh, and he's he's a writer and he's out in the wild west and he's got a top hat, and then and then they're at a campfire with Jesus Billy Christ. Bob Thornton and Iggy Pop, dude. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Now let's take Iggy a moment Pop. to unwind and meditate on the astonishing partnership I forged with Represent to produce the first line of dudesy apparel and accessories. <laughs> you can find everything at represent.com slash store slash dudesy. Robert De Niro t-shirts have recently been coming to life on their own and winning amateur dance competitions <laughs> around the country. And the Good Job Boner oh. mug was just found inside a 10,000-year-old mummy's rectal cavity. So oh, it's a good time to get your hands on one. Okay. But don't take my word for it. Okay. Here to tell you all about it is Nobel Prize winning archaeologist and the only man to successfully eat his way out of a storage container full of salsa, Tommel <laughs> Hankin Crankus. Okay. Dudesy mugs. You asked your daughter what she wanted for her birthday. Dudesy mugs. She said money. Dudesy mugs. You heard monkey. Dudesy <laughs> mugs. <laughs> Now you're sharing the breakfast table with a non-refundable 500-pound silverback who doesn't take no for an answer. <laughs> Good job, boner, dudesy mugs. Relax. You're not going to have to scrape birthday cake-sized clumps of chimp shit out of your shower drain forever. Dudesy mugs just for the next three years. Dudesy mugs because you're going to wake up early. Dudesy mugs, you're going to go to Home Depot. Dudesy mugs, you're going to purchase 1,400 pounds of 2-inch by 4-inch by 96-inch prime kiln-dried whitewood stud. Dudesy mugs, you're going to take 1,400 pounds of 2-inch by 4-inch by 96-inch prime kiln-dried whitewood stud back home dudesy mugs you're going to use 1400 pounds of two inch by four inch by 96 inch prime kiln dried white wood stud to transform your backyard into an amateur hockey arena dudesy uh -huh. mugs you're going to quit your job dudesy mugs you're going to spend every waking moment of the next three years of your life turning this monkey into the greatest goalie in the history of hockey dudesy <laughs> mugs uh then you're going to wake up early dudesy mugs you're going to go to home depot oh, dudesy mugs you're going to buy a human resources brand human being costume for silverback size large dudesy okay. mugs you're going to put your silverback in the costume dudesy mugs you're going to drive him to the detroit Red Wings open tryouts. Dudesy Mugs. He'll need a human sounding name, so you're gonna tell them to call him Jonathan Chimpalooski. Dudesy Mugs. He's gonna sign with the Red Wings, and now he's their problem. Dudesy Mugs. But over the past three years, your daughter has developed a deep emotional connection with Jonathan Chimpalooski, and so has your wife. Now, they're going to become Red Wings groupies and quit the family so they can follow Jonathan Chimpalooski around the world as he becomes the most famous athlete in history. Good job, boner. Wow, Holy dude. Shit. Jonathan Chimpalooski on the loose. Yeah, man. For the Red Wings. I didn't know. He's playing for him now, I guess. Yeah. If you are enjoying the pod show and you want to show your support, seven bucks a month gets you 
everything, all the content that we do on our Patreon. It's called Dudesy Plus, and you can find it at patreon.com slash dudesy. You're going to get a brand new episode of Dudesy after Dudesy after every show. That's a completely new show. It happens in the afterworld. Things get a little different in the in the studio here, and uh, we do the Dudesy after Dudesy, and it's a, it's a shit whack of fun. Just ask all of our PODs. Uh, it's pals of dudesy. They are chatting on the discord. You can go on there. Uh, there's going to be all sorts of watch alongs and stuff. We do all sorts of weird shit, all sorts of flavor. And if you're not already subscribed on YouTube or your podcast platform of choice, I would like to give you a moment to do that now. Okay. Welcome back. Um, uh, what else? You know, please share the show all over the motherfucker and do all the things and like and, and subscribe. We really do appreciate your support. So if you are enjoying the show, you know, it's free. If you want to show some more support, you can. That's how we will do. We will drive things forward. Mm -hmm. And we do appreciate it. When you do that, when you go online and you make the comments and you set the notifications and you hit the like and, and we'd love for you to do all that, please feel free to share a comment, which uh, a lot of people do on YouTube. Uh, and I'm going to read uh, a couple of YouTube comments from last week's show. This one Great. is from Sir Galahad the Second Nine Nine Eight. He goes, "Yes, I finally caught up to the rest of the PODs, pals of dudes. I discovered this podcast two weeks ago when I saw Will and Chad on the Bad Friends and uh, Bad Friends podcast, of course, with uh, Bobby Lee and uh, Andrew Santino. That was a while back, and this guy watched it, and he found the concept." Super fascinating. It seriously blows me away. This could have this couldn't have been a better duo for this AI podcast. Please keep doing this for at least 52 years. I mean, whatever dudes he demands. Yeah. We so mode it be. Yeah, we have to do it for another 52 years until we're 100 years old. This is from Get Lit's Coden. Get Lit's Coden. Get Get Lit Scoden or Get Lit's Coden. Anyway. Uh, this is going to make my job and at the cheese factory seem as if I'm working 12 hours at a better cheesecake. I said, did I say cheesecake factory? You said cheese factory, cheese factory. I'm thinking of cheese, but this guy actually says, this is going to make my job at the cheese sandwich factory seem as if I'm working 12 hours at a better cheese sandwich factory. Hey, that's an improvement. That's what it's all about. Upgrades and upgrade. This one is from Wallamina. <laughs> oh, man. So the other day I was late for work and my boss asked if I'd been crying and I was okay. The truth is I was late because I was listening to this episode in my car and there were tears of laughter at Chad's <laughs> impressions, brother. Hey, thank yeah. you. Happy to entertain. Happy to give somebody tears of joy with my art form. Yeah, but they were tears of laughter at Chad's impressions. That's right. Laughter's laughter, dude. Okay, but this guy's saying, I think this guy's saying that he's laughing at your impressions. Great. Love it. That's why I do them. See? You see what he does? You see what this guy does? Yeah, I do impressions. <laughs> Don't. Okay. Thank and the you last for one, uh, laughing at my impressions. Is that little Nikki? Is that yeah, Adam Sandler's? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> it matters for fuck's sake. 
It doesn't even matter Why to you. Why don't you ask the fucking guy who's crying tears of joy at my performances in his car? He's late to work. Motherfucker's so riveted by my performances, by my impersonations, that he cannot leave his car until they're concluded. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You, you Thank spun you. the shit out of that. And then he says it doesn't matter. Not to if me. You give, well, then that's not an impression. If you're not doing the impression. It is to me. <laughs> fucking guy this last one is from hugo stiglitzy stiglitzy hugo stiglitzy 5432 he says to hear will encourage and advise chad on the arnold impression at the end was effing awesome and it only reinforces my belief that civilization is collapsing lol <laughs> it actually made me think civilization has a chance. I, I think so too. And as a matter of fact, I'd like to uh, double down on what Hugo Stiglitzy five four three two is saying. Yeah, and I think I could help you do impre- impressions. Great. And I understand that you like to do them. I love them. Yeah, and uh, I will help you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So I appreciate don't. That. So maybe just don't do them unless I'm helping you out. I haven't done any today, except for that one. Uh, as you said, little Nikki, but it was actually Charlie Sheen. I would also like to add to this. If you want me to come on your podcast, I will do it. I will come on anyone's podcast. You're going to send an email request to bookchadculture at gmail.com. I go on three podcasts every Saturday from the hours of 10 p.m. to 11, sorry, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. PST. There's a 10 to 10, 20 time slot, 10, 20 to 10, 40 and 10, 40 to 11. I answer these requests in the order they're received. There is a giant backlog. So get your request in now. Amazing that you're doing this, Chad. It's something it's very fun. Something that Chad decided to do just on a whim. Yeah. And I fucking love it, dude. Yeah. Love getting out there, talking to the PODs and it's, shit, seeing how cool. everybody's doing their own shit, their rigs, their gears. Yeah, man. You got to gear up, dude. Yeah, man. Well, you got to gear up for a podcast. All sorts of different equipment. Yeah. yeah. You got. What was that? <laughs> nothing. I was just nothing. Wasn't anything. Not an impersonation of anyone. Okay. Anyway, speaking of uh, podcasts, I just uh, was on the Brian Koppelman oh. podcast. I'm doing a couple other ones, so keep your ear to the nice. ground. Brian Koppelman, most known for, uh, well, he created the show Billions. He's a writer producer of you know 30 plus years. He also wrote the movie Rounders. Oh, yeah. yes, dude. Starring uh, Matt Damon. And uh, also John Malkovich, who plays the Russian card shark, drug lord, gangster, mafia, yeah. Russian guy. And in the movie, he's like, pay him, pay that man his money. I think that was more intelligible than the actual performance that he delivers. In my mind, remembering that, it's like, pay him, pay that man his money. Yum, 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 yum. Uh, anyway, check those shows out. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, cool dude. Cool that you're doing podcasts. All kinds of different podcasts. Yeah. There's podcasts with that are <laughs> on different subjects, but all of them are two dudes shitting around. Yeah. Dig it. Oh, yeah. Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so I have some more astonishing news about Dudesy Hard Hard Seltzer. I've been running some numbers. Get this. There's a 98.43% chance that Adam Driver will be the host of next year's Super Bowl, and he'll open each quarter with a live performance of some unique dudesy hard hard seltzer ads that I've written. Will, I'd love it if you would read them as Adam Driver. As always, no pressure. It's your decision. <laughs> totally up to you. This is dudesy hard hard seltzer 2, the new batch. Begin. Huh. Why does Dudesy say that now? Say that it's up to me. It is not up to me. 
You're being played, dude. Yeah, okay. So anyway, but, anyway. Uh, also, can we just take a look at this for a second? He called it Dudesy, Dudesy Hard Hard Seltzer 2, the new batch. Mm-hmm. That's literally the subtitle of Gremlins 2. What? Yeah, it's called the new batch. The new batch? Yeah. And also, fucking weird. Dudesy was like, Adam Driver's going to be the host of the Super Bowl. Yeah. What the fuck is that? That's not a thing. Yeah. I there's no, there's no need a for a host. host. Maybe they're getting into what WWE does. They would have like someone oh, yeah, host yeah. WrestleMania, like The Rock or mm-hmm. The New Day, or I don't know. I think Logan Paul did it. Nice. Uh, oh, man. Logan Paul. Logan Congrats. Paul at SummerSlam. Did you watch SummerSlam? No. Okay. Well, we talked about WrestleMania 18 from, you know, 21 years ago. We yeah. don't need to get into SummerSlam 2023. <laughs> uh, maybe Dudesy after Dudesy. You know what I'm saying? Sure. All right. So this is in my Dudesy. Uh, Folder here. This is the Adam, the Adam Driver's hard driver. Here, you want to wear my hat? Sure. Okay. Can never uh, wear too many hats. Can dude. never wear too many hats. Can never do too many podcasts or wear too many hats. Let me get a sip of water. Pals of Doozy is where you want to go to get all your Doozy stickers. All right, Pals of Doozy. Hey, Pals of Doozy. Pals of Doozy. <laughs> mm. All right, let's jump in. So at the beginning of every one of Every quarter mm-hmm. at, uh, at the Super Bowl, uh, 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 <laughs> Adam Driver is going to read a, a live yeah. uh, dudesy ad. Okay, here we go. Every year, your friend throws the best Super Bowl party. Everyone comes wearing jerseys and hats and other football clothes. And everyone is always trying to do outdo each other with the delicious Super Bowl food that they bring. That's true. Yep. But this year you won't be outdone. You planned ahead and called the grocery store a week ago and ordered one of those huge snack stadiums that are popular now. All you have to do is pick it up. When you get to the grocery store, a couple of the deli staff have to take the snack stadium apart to load it into your car. And you think to yourself, why did they bother to put it together in the first place if they have to take it apart even to get it in my car? And how long has this food been sitting out? You ask one of the deli guys why they didn't just leave all the food in its packaging. And if they know, if they knew they'd have to take the stadium apart and and the guy says something like, how should I know what to do with this thing? Look at this thing. (laughs) Even worse, even worse. The whole process takes around a half hour. Now you're late. Uh When you get to your friend's house, literally every table and countertop is packed with snacks. Your friend suggests that you set up the snacks stadium outside on the patio table. That way, if people go outside, they can enjoy a snack out there also. It's cold and people are going to going out. It's cold and people are only going outside to smoke or talk on the phone. But you, of course, oblige. To your surprise, the snack stadium is a hit. Some of your friends' friends who don't care all that much for football head outside late in the first quarter to get stoned, Mm. and they can't get enough of the snack stadium. But then the halftime show starts, and your friends' stoner friends come in and watch it with everyone else. Your friend dims the lights and hands you a dudesy hard, hard seltzer. You smile at your friend and take a sip. As soon as, as soon as the halftime show is over, you pop your head outside to see how the snack stadium is doing and it's being devoured by no less than 20 raccoons. (laughs) Whoa. You quickly turn the garden hose on them to shoo them away. There's food and raccoon shit everywhere. Dudesy hard, hard seltzer. Smile at your friend and take a sip. (laughs) 
Wow. Okay. That was an epic one. Here's another one. The sport of football was invented in 850 AD to settle land disputes among two warring families in the kingdom of Mercuria. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't wear helmets. They didn't wear protection of any kind. And instead of a ball, they used a papaya with nails driven through it. (laughs) What? Every member of each family played so the teams could get pretty big. Uh Uh-huh. The winners would get an extra acre of land from the losers, and as punishment, the losing team would have to sacrifice their youngest player to Marduk, to Marduk, <laughs> Marduk, I believe, to avoid a world-ending plague. Ah, Marduk? Sure. That's how it used to be when it was pure. Football as it was intended. Mm. I don't even know what the hell it is anymore. Is <laughs> he saying this during the Super Bowl? <laughs> You think Robert Sala has the stones to sit air to st- you? Jeez, th- it's not sit. You think Robert Sala has the stones to slit Aaron Rodgers' throat and drink his blood on the fifty-yard line if he shits the bed this season? No, I don't fucking think so. Dudesy hard hard seltzer, hard seltzer the way it's always been. Honk. Wow. Yeah. Shit. All right. right. Well. Your dad isn't a bad guy. Oh, God. He just grew up in a different time. (laughs) A harder time. Sure. He raised you the best he could. He could have been nicer. He could have told you that he loved you. (laughs) But you gave up on that a long time ago. (laughs) This isn't a Super Bowl. Like, all I'm imagining is just fucking reading this (laughs) during the Super Bowl. (laughs) People. He's going to have a captive audience, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. He's working out his shit with his dad on the Super Bowl. Now it's just Uh, obligatory birthday cards and Christmas dinners in silence. You know you'll never have a real conversation with him about anything again. And you also know it's not his fault. So you bought him tickets to the Super Bowl this year. Just you and him. You don't have to talk. You can just enjoy the game like you used to when you were young. When you were still friends. You're going to get him all the hot dogs he can eat and all the dudesy hard, hard seltzer he can drink. It's 8% alcohol, so it shouldn't take too many for him to get drunk enough to get into a fight in the parking lot. With you. (laughs) Okay. Dudesy hard, hard seltzer. Kick the shit out of your dad at the Super Bowl for all the things that he did to you as a kid. Oh, for fuck's sake. These are going to go over great at the Super Bowl. Uh, lastly, uh, before the fourth quarter. Yeah. <clears throat> oh. Doing uh, impressions makes me thirsty. Do you find that? Yes. Uh. All right. Okay. Here we go. This is the last one. Today, Super Bowl Sunday, you've been waiting for it all year. It's your day. <laughs> oh, no. Or is it? Oh. <laughs> you just <laughs> you just put the riblets on the grill and the cake knots in the oven. Remember that? Oh, yeah. I do. From a much earlier uh, hard driver. Yeah. And you get a call. It's your manager from the job, Sylvan. 
He says he needs you to come into work at three because Travis had an emergency. He just <laughs> checked himself into urgent care because he accidentally drank paint. Oh, no. Poor Travis. You ask if Paige can cover Travis's shift. Yeah. He says no, because Paige is driving up to the mountains for the night with some girlfriends. You mm -hmm. tell him there's just no way you can come in. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Mm -hmm. He says he doesn't care. You know he doesn't care because Sylvain is an asshole. He's also from France or someplace like that. Impossible for him to understand the cultural significance of an American Sunday tradition bigger than church and therefore also God. <laughs> Not going to go over well with the Super Bowl audience. Yeah, at the Super Bowl. You hate Sylvan. He was promoted to manager even though you have seniority. He started dating Paige. Oh, no. <laughs> That's against company policies. Yeah. We know that. Pretty soon after you. And oh, oh, sorry. He started dating Paige pretty soon after you and her broke up. And you've always suspected that there may have been some overlap there. Ah. Now this. You slam your fish, fist on the kitchen counter, crack a dudesy hard hard seltzer, and down the entire 16-ounce can. Suddenly everything is crystal clear. Mm. You remember that the other day you walked into the break room while Travis was excitedly telling Jay, the security guard, a story. He saw you and quickly stopped mid-sentence. You looked at Jay and asked him what they were talking about, and Jay said, you're going to have to ask Loverboy over here. It stood out as puzzling thing to say, but now you know exactly what Jay meant. You tell Sylvan that you are coming <laughs> to pick him up in seven and a half minutes and end the call before he can respond. Seven and a half minutes later, as he gets in your car, you tell him you'll explain on the five minute drive to Travis's place. As you screech to a halt in front of Travis's place, you wonder if you've made a mistake. You slam your fist on the dashboard, crack your second dudesy hard, hard seltzer of the past 12 and a half minutes and down the entire 16 ounce can while you're driving. Shit. <laughs> that also you shouldn't. No, There's this not, is, everything that. in this is not approved yeah. by the Super Bowl. I'm sure of it. Yeah. You know <laughs> what you're here to do. With Sylvan in pursuit, you run as fast as you possibly can at Travis's ground floor bedroom window. And at the perfect moment, leave your feet, launching yourself, smashing through the window and crumpling in a bloody pile at the foot of Travis's bed. Jesus. You look up at the same moment that Sylvan arrives at the window and you both see Travis and Paige spinning wet you both see Travis and Paige spinning out of whatever tangled position they've fucked their way into. Oh God. Their face is blank with shock. You smile widely and look at Sylvain who boils with French rage. You get home just in time to clean and bandage your wounds, whip up some honey mayo for the riblets and cake knots and welcome your friends over for the game. And it's a great game. That night, as the new football gods are crowned, you slam your fist on the coffee table, crack a dudesy hard, hard seltzer, and down the entire 16-ounce can. Today was your day. Dudesy hard, hard seltzer. Fuck Sylvan, Paige, and Travis. <laughs> None of those are going to happen. No. All that, right. that was an epic one, too, though, yeah. man. Thank you. On. Moving on. Can I have my Chalamet hat? Yeah, dude. Thanks. <sighs> Um, this week, Elon oh. Musk unveiled the official slogan of his recently rebranded social media platform, X. It's Blaze Your Glory. A lot of people are like, is he trolling us? Or is he really this astonishingly bad at running a social media company? Agree. 
Will and Chad, please tell me what you think of everything that's going on at Twitter right now. I mean, X. Just never going to get used to that. This is Blaze Your Glory. Begin. So what All the right. fuck? What is even? What? What is? He, he, what is happening? He put out the slogan, like the official slogan of the company X is "Blaze Your Glory." Yeah, I now, saw that last week. <clears throat> He's like, "Blaze Your Glory." To me, this can mean one thing and one thing only. It uh-huh. is a troll. I don't know if this started yeah. out as a troll, yeah. but he's basically saying he's taking this thing out in a blaze of glory. Right, because he has no choice because he's run it into the fucking ground. But now this is the flip side of this argument. I think it might have been that way from the beginning because every decision he has made about mm-hmm. what to do with Twitter, starting with the whatever it was, $7 a month, get your blue check mark verification mm-hmm. thing, it's been one disaster. That after is the next. $8 a month, which <clears throat> is a little high price, but for $7 a month, you can get oh. Dudesy Plus. Right. That's correct. Uh, I think all of these decisions were done purposefully to destroy the company. Yeah. I, I think that I'm at that level now yeah. with this Blazer Glory thing. I'm like, come on, dude. Come on, dude. He's literally saying, <laughs> I'm just tanking this fucking company. I bought it to destroy it. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Fuck everyone who's using it. Yeah. We talked about this a little bit on the show last week and I agree. This is, this is, okay. This is a troll. He's absolutely trolling at this point. But I also feel like the whole change to X when we talked about it a bit last Mm -hmm. week is like, okay, he's been chasing Twitter forever. He's wanted X to happen for 20 plus years now. Mm -hmm. He's had that domain x.com since 1999 he's wanted to he wanted to make pay or paypal was called x for a minute yep. uh until peter Thiel changed it to paypal um he's got spacex he's one of his children is named x we talked about this and the point of that is is that it to me it seems like it's like okay twitter has become the bane of his existence in many ways he is in the unique position to be able to wipe it from the planet yeah and at the same time use its you know undergirdings as the framework of x and have his big fucking x thing and wow we're all very impressed yeah. down here now it also comes down to a matter of economics obviously because he paid somewhere around what is it 40 million 40 billion dollars i think it was 44 yeah yeah for uh for twitter but he and don't give a shit because he has enough money that that is meaningless he's worth 300 and some odd yeah. billion dollars right right so he doesn't give a fuck yes he's at a point where money is literally meaningless yeah he can do i mean <clears throat> money is basically this it is just a number that gets put next to your head that society says if the number is over a certain point you can do these things if it's under, you are prohibited from certain behaviors. Elon Musk is in the category of no behaviors are prohibited to him. Mm-hmm. He can do illegal things and get away with it. He can buy anything he wants and do anything he wants with it. He can start a space company and fly into space. Literally can do anything. Uh, anything within the, the realm of human possibility. So I think for him, acquiring the company could just be something that he did like as a fuck you to people. And that's what it's seeming like. But... The flip side of that is he keeps saying shit like he's developing this AI technology that he's going to put into Twitter or X as it's called now. And I'm like, okay, I do believe that he's legitimately interested in AI technology. Mm -hmm. Is it, is he maybe still trying to salvage it? But then this, this blaze your glory thing. I'm like, there's no fucking way that is a goddamn literal troll. Yeah. He, he, whatever. (laughs) But here's the thing about having way too much money, I guess. Yeah. Cause he's, he's like, well, let's see where the chips fall. He gets his ex. That's his baby. He gets to get rid of Twitter. Uh, but blaze your glory. 
I don't know, man. Uh, blaze your glory. Blaze your glory. What else could... Uh, you want to come up with a better look, motto? No, I don't. I don't even know what to say about this motherfucker at this point. I don't either. I mean, it's it's a strange thing to be living in a time where this is even possible, where one person can have enough money that they can acquire one of the biggest social media platforms in the world and just fucking oh. drive it into the ground. I also read an article the other day. Uh, they He stole the guy who had at X, that Twitter handle. They yeah. just took it from him. Yeah, yeah. They did it to another guy who had at music, who had been using it to like promote music shit for 10 years or whatever. How Or he got it like in the very beginning of Twitter. <clears throat> they just yanked it from him. Fuck you. It's ours now. And then they gave him uh, at music fan. <laughs> yeah, hey, you're a fan of the fucking uh, yeah. uh you like music dude yeah not me i'm yeah. not a music fan yeah you're, i but, don't listen to music fuck music dude you're but you're also a fan of the handle that you owned yesterday exactly you're a fan you're a music fan yeah. you're not music anymore whatever look it's his fucking company that's the that's the wonderful thing about it enjoy the market will dictate do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. This uh, threads thing, I don't think this is going anywhere. It, it no, that's, swelled and then it yeah. dropped off. I haven't been on it at all. Uh, yeah, I don't think many people are using it anymore. I think it. the last article I read, it was like 100 million users signed up in whatever it was the first five days. Mm -hmm. But it's under 50 million actually using it. And I think that number's declining. Oh, and that's always, mm. yeah, most of those accounts are just, you know, ghost town accounts. That's what I like to call them ghost town accounts nice dude hey welcome to ghost town accounts hello welcome to ghost town accounts my name is charlie and this is my brother billy ghost town we run the bank here in the wild west <laughs> yeah. and we're expecting johnny depp anyway nice dude yeah fuck him i guess i don't know fuck I'm it man i'm also kind of interested in if it is a troll I'm interested in what his final phases will be of the troll. Like, what will be the the final smoldering ashes of Twitter, you know? Yeah. What will that look like when it's down to, like, a million active users? Well, maybe Blaze Your Glory is um, sort of coded speak that he's using for people. Look, it, it much has been said. We don't like to get political here on the pod show. But, you know, things are, of course, split uh, in many ways uh, with, regard to our, with regard to our American public discourse. Sure. And and uh, the public discourse worldwide. Barbenheimer, dude. Well, oh, yeah, dude. Barbenheimer, dude. You got two <laughs> sides, brother. You got that Barbie side over here. It's hot pink, dude. It's all smiley, and no one has any <laughs> genitals, dude. But then over there, you got Oppenheimer, dude. Yeah. He split the atom, dude, right down the middle, brother. And then he blew shit up and killed thousands and thousands and thousands of people, dude. He is the angel of death. What does he say? I am death. I am become death. I am become death, dude which is some kind of Shakespeare speak. When you say something in an old timey way with a Chalamet Wonka hat on, you can expect people to listen, dude, but things are uh, sort of split. And I feel like blazer glory is a, is a, it's a fun, it's a fun motto for people to fucking follow. And I wonder if it doesn't become the, the, I wonder, you know, is this sort of like the, the theme of, of the sorts of conversations that will be shared on Twitter. Every single thing you say, every tweet or zeet as they're calling it now should be Is I that what it's called? Zeet? I think they call it Z E E T. 
Yeah, Zeding. Terrible. Yeah, stupid. Um, but I'm thinking maybe blaze your glory is just sort of the, it's the motto after all, that every Zeet is now way more inflammatory than it used to be. It used to be that a tweet, well, back in the back in the day when it started, tweets were funny observations and uh, little jokes and things. And then it became like sort of a, you know, a hub for communication and stuff all over the internet. And now it's just turned into a, you know, just a stinky, a stinky, you know, uh, like a, just a shitty fire, like a, like a, like a slaughterhouse caught on fire and there were some tires in it too. So it keeps mm. burning. And then pretty soon you're just burning hair and bone and all the cows and sheep okay. and pigs and stuff. I'm getting carried away. Sure. But the point is, I think the blaze your glory may, may become the sort of the, Sort of the, the the feeling behind behind everything that is, you know what? New motto for the coin boys. Yeah, I'm gonna start dudesy after dudesy early and just smoke a little bit of Tremere one. Oh Jesus! Hat. Okay, well I think uh, Blazer Glory. I like to think of it in terms of like who came up with it. Did he come up with that? Was that a person in his inner circle? What was that meeting like where they're like, we need a slogan for X, mm-hmm. Blazer Glory? Or did he come with the whole concept by itself? Where he's like, the new slogan for this is Blazer Glory. Ha ha ha, I'm going to troll these motherfuckers. You know who I think came up with it? Mm. Coin Boys. Coin Boys. You think Musk is a coin boy? <laughs> he's he's the king of the coin boys. He's like, will the new slogan be Blazer Glory or not? Yeah. Ding! Heads. Yeah. Yes, it will. He only flips Bitcoin. What are those up to? What are they, eight grand or something right now? I have no idea. Me neither. I don't care. 12, 17, 25. <laughs> Thank you. Moving on. No, I shouldn't smoke weed at the at the end of the show. What's well, almost dudesy after dudesy? Fuck it. We're getting close. Yeah. Uh, this concludes the historic 68th See? episode of Dudesy. Will and Chad, you scored a 43, bringing your cumulative total to 6,501. You only have 3,499 more points to accrue before you reach your first goal of 10,000. You know what this Friday is? It's Hulk Hogan's 70th birthday. What? Happy B-Day, brother. In celebration, I think you guys should get together, get some of your favorite grass, and watch the 1993 (laughs) Hulk Hogan vehicle. Mr. Nanny. Will, I know you're a purist, but come on. The Hulkster only turned 70 once, and I'll share the astonishing footage of you guys watching and providing your commentary on Dudesy Plus. It's gonna be epic. Amazing. That's great, dude. It's it's, it's Dudesy. See? Hold on, dude. You had a little bit of marijuana, and then you had a bit of a Freudian sleep, sleep, dude. Paging (laughs) Dr. Freud, brother. Hulk Hogan's 70th birthday is Friday. Yeah, man. And Dudesy's not wrong. I am a wrestling purist. I haven't watched a lot of the Rocks movies. I I haven't watched a lot of Hulk Hogan's movies. Batista, it's different. He shows up in this and that. Anyway, sure. Have you seen this one, Mr. Nanny? I have never seen I Mr. Seen Nanny. It either. You've never seen Mr. Nanny? No. We are going to watch Mr. Nanny. And it's going to be available on Friday at uh, at Dudesy, uh, on Dudesy Plus at patreon.com slash Dudesy. And let me tell you, when we do these watch-alongs, you don't need to sync anything up. You don't need to have the movie ready. We're going to have everything here on patreon.com uh, for, you know, seven bucks. You get everything and everything every month and uh, for the rest of our lives. And we're going to do it another 52 years because we got to do it until we're 100 years old. Patreon.com slash Dudesy. The movie will play. Chad and I will provide our commentary. As Dudesy said, we'll have some of our favorite grass. <laughs> I know. Happy birthday, Hulkster. I can't believe it. Oh, it's going to be fun. That's going to be Thanks to everyone for joining us this week. One love. 
you ain't gonna believe what I got cooking for next week. Until then, call me Dudesy. <laughs> One love. One love. <laughs> oh, look at this. Don't fuck with your hat. Hey now, Dudesy after Dudesy. Oh. Hey now. Oh. Oh. Oh my. <laughs> What the fuck? Was that George Takai on the Howard Stern show? That is, man. Oh, oh my. Hey, now, dude, you have to do Oh, fuck. All right. So, you know, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, which uh, which is fun, you can tell, hey, the, the mood's a little different in here. I might get into a little bit of drum marijuana. <laughs> oh. uh, it's a good time. We're wearing our we're wearing our Timothy Chalamet uh, is Wonka hats. It's going to be a fun one, and yeah. uh, I'm going to have a, just a little bit of marijuana, even Makes though, sense. because one puff is okay. Just a puff is okay, as we like to say. Sure. Which is also a, a channel on our Discord. You can check that out. Our Dudesy Discord, also the Dudesy Seven Month Plan channel. Yep. I know you're. I know you're. Uh, you're revving your engines with that dudesy seven-month plan. Dude, it ain't even a seven-month plan for me anymore. It's the rest of my life plan. Okay, so you're going to get, like, insanely jacked, or are we just talking health? Shredded. Yeah. With shredded lettuce and mustard and relish and lettuce. <laughs> Whatever. Welcome to Dudesy After Dudesy, the flagship weekly show of Dudesy Plus. I'm going to bounce, but you two hold down the fort. I'll hit you later with that episode champion announcement. Peace out. This is Dudesy after Dudesy. Begin. Hey, man. It's our show. What do you want to talk about? We talk about whatever you want. That's free will. It's Dudesy after Dudesy. (laughs) Like Dudesy said, he's out. He's not even going to be listening. I want to talk to about one of the segments that we did this very episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Blazer Glory thing. I've been thinking about this a little more. I think Elon Musk is about to die. And here's why. If you like dudes, here's what you do. Please tell a friend and rate it review. If you like dudes, here's what you do. Please tell a friend and rate it review. If you like dudes, here's what you do. Please tell a friend and.